Hey lovelies, welcome to my podcast, Love, Hope, and Fluffy Stuff. It's your girl, Alyssa. So I just wanted to say that this podcast is a safe haven for my fellow fatties, a place where you can unwind and be your authentic self. This is a space that promotes kindness, respect, and love, and we show empathy and compassion. I am by no means perfect. None of us are. We are all flawed. But I have the same rights as you to love mine. All right. So today, of all things, we're going to be talking about parties. And basically just going through then and now type of thing and how you grow through life and your perspective on things change, right? So I can I can probably list the number of parties I've attended in my life. Growing up, I wasn't really allowed to go to parties. Um, as Christians, we didn't lead our lives according to the world's standards. So... After a while, I just kind of stopped asking. Um, And I would just tell my friends I couldn't go. And eventually they stopped asking, like they stopped inviting me to parties for the most part. And I didn't really rebel against this rule um, because I secretly didn't want to go. Like I just, I wasn't into drinking or smoking. Not that I needed to go to a party for that. I mean, I lived in a predominantly white neighborhood and that stuff was kind of readily accessible if I wanted to partake in it. It was more than that, right? Because it was one thing to be the fat friend at school. That was fine, you know, like we would see each other at lunch you know, chat a bit before class, um, walk together to our classes, like that was it. But I couldn't subject myself to that in a social setting where it's literally no breaks in between. You know what I mean? Like people are at these parties making out or having wall sex somewhere in the party. Games are being played that encourage kissing. And I didn't want to be put in embarrassed situations. I was popular, well-known, and friends with basically everyone because I was funny, super funny, and a good person. Like, essentially, I was a class clown, but I also just believed in being kind to people and not making... Um, people just, I wanted people to feel good. I wanted them to associate me with goodness, with kindness. So I just did everything I could to make people feel safe around me. Um, and I just couldn't ruin that reputation with being mocked at a party because no one wanted to kiss me during spin the bottle or 
no one wanted to dance with me, you know, like these types of things, you, you think about that stuff, like who wants to go to a party and be singled out or be like, oh no, I only see you as a friend, like, or the worst being like, hey, do you mind setting me up with your friend? No. I literally would have had to move away and change my whole identity. Like, I just would have had to do that. Like, high school, high school bullies are the worst. Like, man. So, despite me not going to parties in high school, I did go to parties in college. Um, and I threw some myself. So there were a few parties that I went to. Um, and one of them I did even sneak out to go and attend. But at this point I was in college, so I just felt like I shouldn't be deprived of the experiences. And I was an adult, like I understood you saying no as a teenager and me respecting that. But as an adult, yes, I was living underneath your roof, but I had proven up until that point that I was responsible. And I just felt like I should have been able to attend, right? So I had survived all my senior functions and enjoyed myself immensely. Like I had gone to prom, I had gone to homecoming, you know, I had gone to grad bash, all these things and survived. So I was like, all right, I wanted to go to my friend Lewis's all white birthday party. Literally every one of my friends was going like, we all were in the same circle. Everybody was going. And everyone always talked about his parties. Like he threw the best parties and I never went. My best friend in college, Sasha, convinced me to go. She liked this guy, hoping that things would, you know, progress from the party. And she promised that she wouldn't leave me by myself and we could just be our silly selves during the party. So, of course, I was like, yeah, sure. If I know for sure I'm not going to be, like, left in the wind, why not? I remember thinking, okay, I'm going to go, but what the heck am I going to wear? Like, me and my younger sister worked on my outfit because I couldn't be the only one not wearing white to an all-white party. But... I always stayed away from white because I'm clumsy, like tremendously clumsy and things just don't stay white for long with me. Um, but I also couldn't ask my mom to like go shopping or to get me an outfit because I told her that me and Sasha were going to a spoken word poetry cafe. So who needs a new outfit for that, right? Anyway, we arrive at the party. It was great. Everything I needed to experience in my type of college party. Like, it was wholesome. Music, 
they're Hispanic, so it was just, or Latino, I'm sorry if I, they were Latino, I think, is the right wording for that, but it was just great. Music, food, just everything was fun, and the best part was I knew almost everyone there, so it wasn't like, oh man, it's socially awkward. Like there were people that I could talk to if Sasha wanted to do her thing. And it it was just a really good time. And I'm happy that I went. And I didn't feel like the fat friend there. So that was great too. Um, there were other great college parties like that. But if I asked my mom, she start, instead of saying no, she would tell me that I would have to take the foster kids with me. I wasn't allowed to go unless I brought them, right? So here I am, a whole college student bringing middle or high school kids to my friend's parties. A whole college student bringing middle school or high school kids to my friend's party. And it's not like, hey, this is my younger sibling and Okay, no, these are strangers that live in my house. These are people who I find like seriously embarrassing. It was like ridiculous to have to bring them to a party just so that I could attend. Like that's not how things go, that's, that's not normal. It wasn't like they were in college and it was like, oh, okay, you need to bring them too because they have no friends. No, it was your job to watch them. I would literally be mortified. My mom took in some serious delinquents. Like I would know because I used to be one. But these kids didn't want to be reformed. And like they were just the worst at these parties, just like messing up like the vibe and doing stuff they really had no business doing. Like, so I just stopped going. <laughs> I literally was just like, no. Do you remember the last time I brought so-and-so there? Do you really want me to come? Yeah. So to keep my friends and my sanity, I just, I just stopped going. So you might be wondering how great my own parties were, huh? Yeah. Let's take a stroll down memory lane. So I met my parents at 14. Like I had just turned 14 during the summer when I moved to live with them. So I had a cake. Um, it was cool, nothing big. My 15th birthday, we had a party at the house. We were in the process of moving, so it wasn't like a big deal either. My 16th birthday, 
I will never forget because it was canceled. Because of a fight I got into with one of the foster girls my parents had there. At first, she was trying to have me celebrate my 16th birthday with two 14-year-olds whose birthday was three days before mine. No, it doesn't matter that our birthdays are so close. I'm older than them. I'm not going to celebrate my birthday with them. So we got into a big fight, me and this girl. I really can't remember what it was about, but my birthday was canceled. And I just remember it was like two solid weeks before my 16th birthday. So I remember literally kissing my mom's ass for two weeks straight, being on my best behavior, cleaning the grout and the floorboards, like everything I could possibly think of in our two-story house to try and keep my party, only to be told no in the end. I think I may have gotten a cake, maybe. But I remember being so mad for like two, three weeks after that. I didn't talk to anyone in the house. Like it was just silent on my part. And it sucked even more because literally everyone else had a banging sweet 16th birthday party. That was during the time that show was out, the Sweet 16 birthday party show, um, and kids were like getting actual cars and stuff. Well, that was literally the type of neighborhood I lived in. My friends were getting cars and I didn't even have a party. I was so pissed. My 17th birthday party was at a bowling alley. I had fun and like, I. During that time, I was obsessed with sneakers. So my mom bought me some cute Osiris's. Yeah, well, actually my sister did. Apparently she was the person getting our presents most of the time. That was a newer development I just found out. But that's definitely an episode for another day. My 18th birthday was amazing for the most part. I just graduated college, not college. I just graduated from high school and I wanted to have a sleepover, right? I never had one before. Um, and by this time, I was like managing our home, being responsible for making sure the house ran efficiently and putting up with the foster kids shit while my parents were gone or hiding in their room. So... I got a lot of things I wanted in exchange for putting up with it. And this was one of those things because prior to, I could have never had a sleepover. Like, no. So I was super happy about that. The part that sucks is a sleepover happens at your house, right? My house is great. Minus the foster kids that live there. They were so embarrassing. In a way, so much worse than a younger sibling. At least the younger sibling is related to you and they look like you. And it's just... One of the girls was in a wheelchair. 
And there's nothing wrong with that aspect, but it's because she did not let her let that stop her from being like super aggressive sexually with people. And she was the oldest one in the house. So she would like, it doesn't matter what you have between your legs. She would shoot her shot with anyone. Like it was just excessive. And when she didn't have someone to shoot her shot with, she was using whatever was accessible to her to relieve herself sexually. Another one of the girls mm-hmm, uh, pretended she was Hispanic, even though she wasn't, and would try to talk in a Latino accent. It was so awful. Like, you could tell she was an imposter. And the worst part of, like, having them there is I had already had to deal with them high school, like foster kids going to my same school and telling people that they knew me. I had literally dealt with that for the last four years, and it was awful. But the worst part is that they didn't understand how to act like normal, regular, like to just turn the weirdo stuff off and just be chill or at least fade into obscurity. Like just don't exist on the same social plane that I exist on. Go find somewhere else to be. Like don't tell people you know me. Well, my mom said they had to be a part of the party. And unfortunately, they couldn't just stay in their room the whole time. I tried to keep my friends away from them and for the most part was successful, but there were still some hiccups along the way. My 19th birthday was cool. I just started college, so I went to have dinner and a movie with a few friends. My 20th birthday, I went out with my friends and I also went to five guys with my family. Now my 21st birthday was pretty amazing. Probably one of my favorites. I went to Red Lobster with my fa- with my uh with my family. It's one of my favorite restaurants. And I invited all my friends. Um, Of course, we have foster kids. So basically, we rented out a room at Red Lobster, and I sat at the table with all my friends. And then my family sat at the other table with the foster kids. And I enjoyed myself at my table, but I could still see and hear things going on at my family's table and the foster kids acting up and just doing what they always do, wanting to steal the attention off of other people so that it could be focused on them. 
by any means necessary. It didn't matter if it was screaming and hollering about something. It was just a mess. And then my mom um, made me celebrate my birthday. Not celebrate, but they had a cake and um, my cake at my table and then my sister and the foster girl's cake at my parents' table. And I was just like, today's about me. I shouldn't have to share that. But anyway, we went to the bowling alley afterwards um, and they had a club upstairs. And I remember having one of my friends that I had a huge crush on at the time um, he bought me my first drink. Like literally my first drink was on my 21st birthday when I found out that I do not hold liquor well and um, it doesn't take much for me to become intoxicated. Of course, while I'm trying to have a good time and enjoy being 21, the girl in the wheelchair is out front offering people sexual favors for money. So that was great. And my 22nd birthday was basically the same. And that was the last birthday I celebrated with a party for myself. Because I just didn't want to be subjected to having to deal with the foster kids being apart. And not too long after that, I think uh, we ended up moving and my parents stopped fostering. So that was basically all my parties that I had. I love throwing a party. Even if I don't like attending other people's. Like I am mildly obsessed with throwing a fantastic party that people talk about for weeks. I threw parties in college for my creative writing club. Um, I've had like a housewarming party and things like that. And the reason why I enjoy throwing the party myself is because I don't I don't like being the fat person at people's parties. I don't like having to decide if I should eat or not, whether people are watching me eat and judging me. I don't like being the person everyone asks to hold stuff or look after stuff because they know I'm not going to do anything besides sit in my corner the whole evening. I don't dance. And most times I won't even eat um, because I will be so nervous and don't want to embarrass myself and have people laughing at me. And when I throw a party, I control who comes. I can do the things that I enjoy doing. I can set the vibe for the party. No one has to feel like I feel at parties and gatherings. At my own parties, I get to be fun. I get to be entertaining and I don't have to worry about judgment. There is always a bit of trepidation, of course, but it's whether everything in the party 
is perfect. Like if it's set up how you want it, if they're going to be impressed and ooh and ah at the things you spent a lot of time detailing. Other than that, I mean, I'm not inviting anyone over that I don't genuinely enjoy spending time with. So it's all fun and love, right? So that brings me to my most recent party. So my best friend's son, who just so happens to be my favorite son, just graduated from high school on Friday. And we had a celebration party for him. I had a lot of fun. I knew everyone there or had gotten to know everyone. Yet, despite all the fun I had, there were moments where I felt out of sorts. No matter how close you are with certain people at the party, there are always going to be folks you don't know. And I'm just naturally timid. I will shy away from a conversation and just put my head down. It's habit. I'm trying to work on it. Like, (laughs) I'm really trying to break out of because people assume with me putting my head down and, and being timid that I'm not nice. You know, resting bitch face, all that. And they think that I'm stuffy. When in reality, I'm just trying to guard my emotions because the minute someone says something mean, my feelings are hurt. And you'll definitely see that on my face. I remember just having a fantastic time and then having moments where I'm sitting there and just thinking about things I hope no one noticed about me. And if they did notice, I was hoping that they wouldn't comment on it. Like my eye. My eyes are lazy. Uh, So when I look at people sometimes, it may seem like I'm looking elsewhere. So I intentionally don't make eye contact with people. So I don't have to get asked who, who I'm talking to. And I mean, this is the first party that I've gone to since last year. Honestly, I wish I could blame it on COVID, but I probably wouldn't have gone either way because during COVID, I mean, I've been home. I've been working from home. I've been sedentary. I've been eating whatever I want. So there's been weight gain. There's been a lack of confidence. There's been depression and anxiety and low self-esteem and all the growth that I was doing prior to like in the beginning of COVID just has gone out the window. And this was the first time that I was like, okay, we're, we're going to try to start living outside of our comfort zone because I've gotten too comfortable and I've let my viewpoint of myself slip away. And I was so happy that I didn't allow anything to keep me from going. I am happy that I am working on not allowing anything to keep me from living a fulfilled life. Silencing the inner savage won't happen overnight. 
and there might be setbacks along the way. But the only way to lose that inner voice is, oh, (laughs) not the inner voice. The only way to lose is to stop trying. And at one point I did stop trying, but I'm back. And uh, you can fail a million times, right? But if you get up a million and one, that's another opportunity to flourish and take this world by storm. And that's what I want for my life. I want to be able to live my truth and go to parties and throw parties and just have a good time and not worry about what other people think of me because their opinions truly don't matter. Whoever I was coming to that party for, that's who I'm there for. Everyone else is irrelevant if they're they're judging. The last thing I want to say before I peace out is that it's okay to fall down and lose your spark. I definitely lost mine. I was in a place where I was just wanting to end it all and not have to worry about trying to change. Because change is it's hard. And it's easy to be comfortable, but it's not what's best. So when you fall down and you lose your spark, be aware of that, right? Don't stay there. And make sure when you get back up, you rise as the whole day.